Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me along with others here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Well, today is Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, as you know, this is the day that we do the show from the pulpit to the couch where you will receive biblical teachings, information, education from individuals that are basically very knowledgeable in the Bible, along with myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage and family therapist. Now, I also want to say Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas, Happy Merry Christmas Eve to individuals, Happy Hanukkah. Those of you that also may not be celebrating the holidays, I want you to enjoy I mean, today is one of them days where it's very warm in some areas, cold in others, but take the time to basically be happy, take care of yourself, and that's what I'm going to say in regards to that. Now, with today's topic is don't let the devil fool you. Now, today we're going to be talking about, because the question was brought to my attention, how does Satan transform himself into an angel of light? Do you know the schemes of the devil? As believers and non-believers, many individuals, we want to see the good in a person. However, what if that individual is there to steal, kill, and destroy? What do you do? Now, while putting this show together, I saw and I obtained a lot of information. And and, and I'm in my 50s, so I can see a lot of people have been deceived, have been betrayed. But If God can work through a person, then why is it that many believe that the devil don't have his soldiers? So we're going to talk about that today on the show. Now, if you want to join in, you want to share, you have questions that you want to ask, because this show is going to be very informative, so please take notes. If you have any questions, give us a call, 516-387-1914. Again, don't let the devil fool you. So I want to first start off by saying a lot of times when we think of a devil, we think of a person dressed up in red and horns or have their horns sticking out. But that's not always just the image. And not only that, where did that perception even come from? And a lot of times, especially as kids, we see cartoons, we, you know, we we watch, I don't want to say commercials because I don't think a lot of commercials have put it out there like that. I think mine started with just um, television, period, and the perception. So I got Mr. Tony on the line So, because I'm texting him. So let me log him on the air. <laughs> oh, good, good morning. Good morning. Mr. Tony, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, pretty doing? good. Pretty good. Okay. You know, I want to thank you for the topic and wanting to share this information. And we're going to give the listeners something. I told them they better take notes because it's going to be very, very informative. Because I was starting out talking about how a lot of times we think of the devil. We think of a person dressed up in red with horns, a pitchfork, and all of that. But sometimes that's just a facade. But where did that even come from? Do you even know? You know what? You got fuzzy there for me, man. What sign? The, the devil. Again, I'm sorry. The image, that we, the image that we have of a devil being dressed up in red with a pitchfork and hood and a horn sticking out of his head. Where did that come from? 
that that come from medieval times, uh, mainly from the Anglo-Saxons. Uh, remember, they they are the ones um, who did the translation of the Bible. And what we have to keep in mind is, when it comes to the translation of the Bible, some the, the early Bibles was biased, and they was translated. Uh, with the uh, what's the proper word I'm gonna with the uh, culture that with the culture in mind who translated it. So whatever culture was at that time, they will influence the Bible or translate it. The Bible will be based on the things that goes on in their culture. So those people mm-hmm. believe that Satan the devil had horns and a pitchfork, and so they so willingly portrayed this image uh, uh, in, in, in uh, sketches and pictures and even mm-hmm. uh, influenced the Bible to put that in there. So we have to all keep in mind that when we're reading the Bible, some Bibles are based on culture, and mainly the mm-hmm. King James Version is based on Anglo-Saxon culture. That's why you have the word witches in the King James Version, and there's no such thing as a witch, but they put the witch in the Bible. They have since mm-hmm. changed that on some translations. But we have to keep in mind when people read in the Bible that these things, sometimes the Bible is biased and based based on the, on, on, on the culture that wrote the Bible. So we have to mm-hmm. keep that in mind. We constantly have to turn those that scripture research the main thing about that good book is we are told to research it and not put it in the hands of someone who's telling us what it says and that we're supposed to go out and do this researching our own selves and make sure they translated that book right. <clears throat> A mm-hmm. little leaven can permit the whole lump. So you can change one word and you can actually change a whole verse and the meaning of that verse based on one mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. You know what was interesting? I remember even myself, and I, I haven't talked to Blackwell, so I didn't even give him a call today. So I remember he used to tell me when I was sitting in church, keep your Bible open and make sure your pastor is sticking to Scripture. And I started doing that and following that because a lot of times people can get caught up in either the translation or they try to make it fit themselves. When we start talking about just not only the good book and Bible study and going to Bible school and and, and reading, a lot of times, sometimes people read to comprehend, and sometimes people read to understand, and sometimes people read and they forget what the heck they just read. So when we start talking about just going along, even with this title, I found some information, Tony, and it talks about, and this came from basically um, um, the, my son is texting me, I'm sorry. It's um, therapy, I mean, the praying woman. And one of the things that they talk about with don't let the, let the devil fool you, and, and if you have been up and down in the scams and the schemes, how do we even get caught up in, in some of that stuff? Because a lot of times we look at people trying to impersonate. And, you know, and I've heard it be said, the devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. Can you yeah, explain well, that? Yeah, here's the thing what happened is we have, we have to go from back to the beginning. And what happened is, is that the true God told Adam and Eve, if you would believe the story as I do, as the Bible says, the true God said you eat from that tree, you will positively die. And a wicked mm-hmm. angel turns against God and tells them no God is a lie. So at this point, 
Adam and Eve is going to make a decision of whether or not they're going to go with the true God or are they going to mm-hmm. go with Satan, the devil, who is also called a God in 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Mm-hmm. And we have to keep that in mind when we're reading that scripture. It says the God of this system. Now, what people are reading that is they go and read on and say the blinded the minds of the unbelievers as people are blind because they cannot see what we see. But that scripture is talking about something much more powerful than that. It says the God of this system. So what Adam mm-hmm. and Eve did was rejected the true God, their creator, and they accepted Christ and they accepted, I'm sorry, Satan, the devil as their God. Mm-hmm. And then he became the ruler of this world. And when he mm-hmm. did that, the scripture says in Revelation twelve nine. I suggest anyone reading it, it said he is misleading the entire earth. That's mm-hmm. very powerful. So we have to yes. examine and we have to turn those scriptures upside down. We have to even go and make sure that they translated them right to make sure that Satan the devil hasn't, hasn't tweaked those passages and mm-hmm. gotten us uh, doing things like committing idolatry and we don't even know it. So a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. Um, and the other thing I like to say to people is, and I like to take you back to slavery once in a while. We have to understand one thing. This stuff was put up on us when we were slaves. We didn't believe mm-hmm. in a lot of these things. This things was forced upon us, not the way God meant for it to be. Jesus told mm-hmm. the apostles, uh, Jesus told his apostles to go to knock door from door to door. And if people don't want it, just dust the sense, dust, dust the, uh, what is it, dust the dust from your sandals yeah. and keep moving, which mean is if a person says no, you just move on. But what happened in mm-hmm. slavery, us, not the way God meant for it to be. And then they sold us all these kind of things like burning in hell. They sold us uh, uh, Christmas. They sold us all these things. And so we have mm-hmm. to make sure whatever they gave us and what they, whatever they handed down to us through our ancestors through slavery, we have to turn that Bible upside down, verse by verse, to make sure that what they gave us was true. And that's the, mm-hmm. that's the idea. That's what we're supposed to do, because Satan is the ruler of this world. And I'm sure in the in the, in the process of this conversation, I'm going to point out to people who are listening how good Satan the devil it is that they never even thought about. Man, because when I was looking and I was getting this information, and then even with me trying to log on to the show, I was getting kicked off and my phone wasn't working right. This is crazy. <laughs> And I'm looking at the internet, and I'm looking at this woman's face, and it says, "Woman used SUV and two attacks." And then it says, "Compton said the woman is also charged with a hate crime for calling people at the gas station racial slurs in the same night as alleged hit and runs." I mean, there is some stuff going on right now to where you know we talk about you know let God use you, we work and do God, and but then the devil got faces. Soldiers too. I remember even being a therapist and working with individuals. I remember a guy told me one day, not in a group, I came to kill, steal, and destroy. I was like, oh my gosh. Now, you brought up something before, and we talked about this a little bit when we were going back and forth with the topic. And it says, even Satan disguises himself as the angel of light. And that's in 2 Corinthians 11 14. And so how do we detect bad guys, scam artists, when they're wearing disguises, mimicking the familiar in our lives? That's where one of the things we start making more relational. 
what what does that mean in regards to even Satan disguises himself as the angel of light? Well, let me give you an example. If and this is, I've noticed that every time I usually talk to people off the Bible, they actually have never read the book. What we mm-hmm. what we do in the world is we have let these people called bishops, pastors, and 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 um, <laughs> uh, these leaders tell us what the Bible says. And see, we were born into this world, and it mm-hmm. it already told us what the Bible teaches. Now. Mm-hmm. This is how say how good Satan is. When you reading, when when you go back to the Old Testament, and you see that Moses was told to walk in there, and throw and and Aaron was told when Moses and Aaron walked in before Pharaoh, they were told to throw down the staff. And we all know mm-hmm. from the Bible that the staff turned into what? A snake. Tell it is. Yeah. That's what the Bible mm-hmm. told us. Now I'm I'm, I'm going to show you just how close. Satan, the devil, plays so close. What it means, what it means by he transforms himself into an angel of light. He plays. He duplicates exactly what God does. So when they walked in there and threw that staff down, it clearly said in the Bible that Pharaoh's men, who were Gothic priests, threw down their staff, and their staff mm-hmm. also turned into a snake. Mm-hmm. So that wow. simply was telling you is. That Satan the devil matched God's power to a certain mm-hmm. point. He camouflaged God's power. He mm-hmm. also turned his staff into the snake, although we don't know that God swallowed his. But the point is, that's how close he is, and that's what he does when he transforms himself into angel of light. He masks himself so close to the power of God that people actually think it's coming from God. So when they say hallelujah, praise God, they don't realize that Satan the devil masks his power so close to God that they actually praise in Satan, but they think they're praising God. And that's how good he is. Wow. And you know, that's okay, I got how a caller good on. He is. Let me launch this caller on. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Vickman's Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing? Number in at 89. Hello. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just listen. I was just I, I was able to hear what you guys were talking about right now. Uh huh. That and is crazy. You, pretty you interesting. What'd you say? Oh no, I said it was pretty interesting. Oh, okay. So you have nothing yeah. you want to say right now? The, de- the 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 deception of the devil, and how you were saying. Mm-hmm. Correct, and don't let the devil fool well, you. And, and, and let me finish. Let me finish this out a little bit. Now, let me tell you this here. I talk to people every time. I said, I, I, I tell them that when 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 Satan the devil was cast out of heaven, do you realize God did not strip him all of his powers? Mm-hmm. Satan the devil can still appear to your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can make phenomenals happen inside your home. They can make things move around in your home. They still have mm-hmm. power. Now let me show mm-hmm. you how much power he has. Every Christmas, and some people don't even like this when I say this. Every Christmas, I'm going to show you how powerful he is. You know there is no Santa Claus, and you know there is no reindeer, and you know nobody bring no <laughs> presents and put it underneath no tree. Hold on now. Uh-huh. You know, you know, as a Christian, this is all lies. 
We oh. know that there. That we know the Bible does not say that Jesus was born December the twenty fifth. We mm-hmm. know that Christians know that left and right, and yet mm-hmm. they still go out and celebrate the lie. That's how powerful mm-hmm. Satan the devil is, and they make excuses for it, saying we're uh-huh. doing it for Jesus. Uh-huh. When there is no scripture in there that tells us that we're doing that for Jesus. But that's how good he is. But you can't tell these people nothing in the last days. You speaking against they 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 they, they uh what what they call it? Um you 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 speaking against their tradition. Correct. And I don't see nothing wrong in that tradition. But that's to tell you how powerful he is that he will have Christians who know that the, that this is a lie and that it's impossible for God to lie, and we should not associate it that that, that, that line is detestable to God, Proverbs twelve twenty two. But yet, they would still go out and celebrate the lie, and that tells mm-hmm. you how powerful Satan the devil is, and 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 and, and it's amazing, it's amazing what he what he's capable yeah. of doing, and they think they're beating the devil every time, but they don't realize that he is the ruler of this world. That's how powerful that scripture is. He transformed himself into an angel light, which means he does good things to make mm-hmm. people think it comes I'm from laughing. God. I'm laughing, Tony, because the caller on the other end is my son. You've met my daughter, but you've never <laughs> met my son. That's why when I heard that voice, I said, uh-uh. <laughs> So when my son, when my son was little, he got me in trouble because he told a little girl that there was no Santa Claus. And so the parents came to me, and they said, Jeanette, your son ruined Christmas. I said, what do you mean? He told a little girl, Reggie, do you remember what you told that little girl about a Santa Claus had a key to her house? He was going to rob her. <laughs> oh, I can't Reggie. recall. I was going there. He told me about the Santa But I remember telling her. Said, I remember telling her there was no such thing as Santa. He told me, he said, you don't have no chimney. He said, and if Santa Claus come in your house, he coming to rob you. Where you get a key from? And he was only seven years old. I said, oh, my God. Because, see, I never yeah. told that lie to my kids or even grandkids. Ryder asked um, Keisha the other night before he fell asleep, Mommy, are you Santa Claus? <laughs> and then he passed out and fell asleep. <laughs> so she told him, yeah. she was like, well, we kind of work together. But the, the thing is, in transition, because, like I said, tomorrow is Christmas and many individuals are out, and they're going to do what they're going to do. I mean, to each his own. But the thing is, these have to don't <laughs> to each his own. No, because I'm not out shopping. I'm not. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. I've got to do some other stuff. i got to take care of my taxes. So <laughs> i got to do QuickBooks. So, and I'm sitting in the office now because I met with a client today because the client needed to enroll after Christmas. So I came and met the client in Fullerton. So I'm on my way to Compton. Now, one of the things that we talk about, don't let the devil fool you, is and I'm looking at this, honey, and it says that you will recognize them by their fruit in regards to Matthew 7:16, Because a lot of times when you meet a person, you can tell what kind of fruit exists in their lives. Is there kindness, gentleness, love, peace, patience, joy, or do they have anger, bitterness, brawling, malice, or deceit? A lot of times we talk about the devil. We're talking about not only just reading the word and getting into the Bible, but also some of the individuals that we interact with, too. And that's where, when I was looking up this topic and getting information, not just biblically in regards to Second Corinthians eleven fourteen, but just in relationship period, when we go out and we're interacting, just looking at people listening in the world. 
And I know we say we in the world but not of the world, but how do we, and when we, we're talking about not being, you know, fooled and tricked and all of that, Sonny, what is a believer or non-believer to even do? Well, well, in addition to that scripture, we have to also consider John, I believe, 424, what it says, mm-hmm. God is a spirit, and those who worship in him must worship in spirit and truth. And we must mm-hmm. do everything, everything in our power to make sure we're serving God in truth. Because it also said that John 444, I believe, is that Satan, the devil, is the father of the lie. So there's the balancing point. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to serve this God in truth I'm not trying to serve him in lies Because he's, he, he, he cannot lie So why would he want me To celebrate something that is not truthful So it is the love of, of That love that you're talking about That, that shows them what kind of person they are it, it could be a love in a person To try to tell you the truth of the word of God that's love. That's what Jesus came down and tried to teach them the truth about the word of God, and that was love on his part. And mm-hmm. and if the person didn't want to accept it, we don't beat the person down. We just say, hey, okay, they don't want to accept it. That is also love. So we'll know us by our fruits with the way we uh, uh React to people We don't get worked up We don't become angry We don't start bursting out in anger Cursing and everything else That's not love But our reaction mm-hmm. to things And how people respond to us If people say, you know Like my neighbor I say, listen uh, That stuff come from pagan organs The cutting down of the trismity She said, I don't believe you You're a liar And so I said, <laughs> okay, no problem I just walked off Now see, that's love but if I was not a loving person, I said, listen here, chick, I don't know who you calling a lie. You know, you a liar. And, you know, just snap back and go back and forth. That's not love. I took whatever she had to say, and I move on, and I only pray to God that hopefully she'll learn the truth. And so mm-hmm. our attitude, our response to certain things can show us what kind of people we are. Jesus showed love by teaching people the word of God and what it really meant and what it said, and that is so important when you're reading that Bible. Mm-hmm. We want to know the truth. We want to find out what is that book really saying. We want to know what God meant to say. And so mm-hmm. that, that brings me back to another point. And I ask this question, anyone listen, what, can someone tell me, what it's the meaning of the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's, what I'm saying is, that's the question. What is the mm-hmm. meaning of it? No, what I don't know the meaning mean? of the Christmas tree. So mm-hmm. that's the point. And, and we know that when we do research, we find out these things came from pagan origins. And mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we are, celib- we are worshiping God in spirit and truth. Mm-hmm. We want truth. We don't want falsehoods and lies. That's, that's not the kind of God that's telling us to do these kind of things. And so this is why when we're talking about the subject, he transformed himself into the angel like He is so good that he mm-hmm. even got people who call themselves Christmas celebrating mm-hmm. lies. And mm-hmm. you know, as I was talking mm-hmm. to one guy about it, let me finish up here. As I was talking to one guy about it, he said, well, that's trivial. Mm. That's the that's response of saying, wow. well, that's trivial. That's not even that serious. Are you serious? A God who mm. cannot lie and who hates lying, and you're going to tell me that Christmas is trivial? 
So that's the mindset that you have. Mm-hmm. But you know what's going to be even in the mindset of what's going on in politics, people will say, oh, well, that don't matter. What do you mean it don't matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's kind of like saying, that's kind of like saying, out of, out of Satan lines, E don't matter. <laughs> it don't really matter, you know. So we have to stay away from people saying things that don't matter when they do matter. And we just can't get worked up. We got to show love that if that's what they want to believe, then that's what they want to believe. We show a loving attitude and we move on because we also have to remember one other thing, and that is the Bible clearly says that although I water, although I tell people what the Bible said, and although Apollos tell people or someone else tell people what the Bible said, it said God is the one that will make it grow. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. If God reads your heart and realize you are the kind of person he wants you to come and serve him, he will open up your mind to accept what is false, what is what is a lie. He will help you see what is alive, what I mean. And, and mm-hmm. until then, until he calls you, then you will not be able to see the truth. And that's what's mm-hmm. so important is because he knows who he wants mm-hmm. to serve him. He done read your mm-hmm. heart and he done read your mind, and he already know that whether or not you are willing to serve him. And those folks mm-hmm. who have not accepted the truth, he already know that those people won't mm-hmm. serve him, and they will not like the world that is to come. Right. You know, Tony, when you said that about the Christmas tree, because I did not know the answer to that, but I know like a lot of religions, even with Muslims, they don't believe in um, Christmas trees or even want Christmas trees even in their home. Now, I Googled it, and I found some information. It talks about all about Jesus Christ, and it's allaboutjesuschrist.org. And it talks about the origin of the Christmas tree, and it says, question, what is the origin of the Christmas tree? And their answer is, the Christmas tree today is a common custom to most of us, which we kind of talked about traditions anyway. There are many interesting connections to ancient traditions, such as the Egyptian and Roman customs, early Christian practices, and Victorian Then it goes to, however, most scholars point to Germany as being the origin of the Christmas tree. One of the earliest stories relating back to Germany is about St. Boniface, and and it says in in 722, he encountered some pagans who were about to sacrifice a child at the base of a huge oak tree. He cut down the tree to prevent the sacrifice, and the fir tree grew up the base of the oak. He then told everyone that this lovely evergreen with the branches pointing to heaven was a holy tree, the tree of the Christ child and the symbol of his promise of eternal life. And in 1840s and 50s, Prince Victoria and Prince Albert popularized the Christmas tree in England, and Prince Albert decorated a tree ever since that time. And the English, because of their love for their queen, copied their her Christmas customs including the Christmas tree and ornaments. An engraving of the royal family celebrating Christmas at Windsor was published in 1848, and their German traditions were copied and adopted. So adaptability, like you said, became tradition, and a lot of individuals don't realize that. Well, the thing is, 
we I always tell you, we were born into this world. We did not set mm-hmm. the rules in this world. We were born into it. And when my mother first started off in the Baptist church, she believed the Bible and the and the it was a pretty good Baptist minister, but he only knew what he did and what he knew. And he was following uh he had to follow mm-hmm. the um the guidelines of the mother church. So the mother mm-hmm. church had already set the guidelines, and that is Jesus born December the 25th. We decorate the tree, and we'll put presents in it for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So once that mm-hmm. already has been set in the world, it's hard, for, it's hard to overturn these things. This is why Satan, the devil, is called the angel of light. But then we dig further, just like what you just read, you said a few things. You said evergreen tree. So that's mm-hmm. the real origin. And what will happen is the pagans were cut down. They used to worship the evergreen tree during the solstice, mm-hmm. the winter solstice. They believed that the gods was blessing this particular tree because it stayed green year-round. It didn't die out mm-hmm. and shed its leaves like the other trees. So this was a, mm-hmm. must be a spiritual moment, and God, the gods blessed this particular tree. So they start to worship it. And so from the evergreen tree that the church transformed it and changed it to the Christmas tree, it's all come from mm-hmm. pagan origins. Mm-hmm. Now, this we right and back to where we were. We will be right back mm-hmm. where we are where it says that Satan, the devil, transformed himself into the angel of light. So the whole purpose mm-hmm. of the tree is idolatry because what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're putting presents under the tree as if the tree itself has has uh, miraculously brought uh, uh, made those presents appear. That was the mm-hmm. whole process of it. So mm-hmm. that's idolatry, and so Satan slowly got it into religion, and then he got the whole world following something they think that comes from God. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that's how good he is. And it talks about some of the things it says. More symbolism of evergreen Christmas tree meaning is they want it to be hope, rebirth, healing, loyalty, constancy, reverence, longevity, protection, and um, faithfulness. And a lot of times, you know, and when we go back to, you know, the faith, because like I said, I grew up in my mother, when I was a kid, we grew up in the Church of God in Christ. And religion, it was forced on me as a kid. And I was like, ugh. I was horrible. I used to sing in the choir. I didn't want to sing unless I got paid or paid or fed. Once I saw other people getting paid, and, and I was like, look, I got to sing. I mean, if you want me to sing, you got to feed me. So it got bad. So when my kids was growing up, I didn't want to force religion on my children. And then even with my son, who's on the air right now, he was he sent me a text the other day talking about, I'm going to go back to my real religion. I ain't celebrating Christmas no more. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because he got all these doggone kids. <laughs> so now he's trying to be a cop out. And I'm like, I'm going to go back to Jehovah Witness. I'm going to be a Jehovah Witness again. I'm like, you know what? You do what you want to do. And so I didn't, like I said, I didn't force it on my children because I wanted them to have the freedom of choice to. <clears throat> and like I told you, yeah. whatever you want to study, your faith, your, just believe in something. You know, just be faithful, just be obedient. So I never really um, forced that on them like my parents did. Richie, you have any comments, anything you want to share? Reginald. (laughs) 
I know he's hungry. I mean, uh, he, he don't want to talk. But he'll I'll start. Call I, I think uh, the question should be is, we go right back to the Bible. We have someone who tells lies, and we have mm-hmm. someone who do not tell lies. And that's Correct. where we must end up at. And so mm-hmm. if we know that whatever we're celebrating is not based on the on God, but it is based on lies passed on down through generations, then we have no choice but to end up to a logical conclusion that this is not coming from God. And so mm-hmm. now it leaves us at this point. You know, what do we? What is the truth and what do we want to do? Do we want to continue mm-hmm. to serve a master who tells lies or do we want to serve a master who cannot lie? And we all mm-hmm. both know we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve <laughs> Satan, the devil, and God at the same time. And that's where it ends. ultimately ends up at that mm-hmm. point for every one of us to answer. Mm-hmm. And we can't be trying to keep watering down these holidays and taking people think that it's come from God, but there's no truth to it. I have to tell the truth. I can't lie to these people and tell them there's a reindeer and a man walking around and flying around in the air, coming down my. I don't even have a chimney, and you dropping presents on these here. I, listen, I, I I have to tell the truth. What lie, what 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 man of God will sell lies? I was just going down the street the other day, and the church on the corner had a white Santa Claus in the back. Uh, what they call it, a mannequin, an automatic mannequin, and I just looked. I said, "What in the world would a church be doing something like that for? Do you want truth, or do you we want lies? And that's where we are." When each and every one of us has to answer to God about lies, do we want to serve two masters, one that tells lies, one where lies come from, and one who cannot tell a lie, who speaks the truth? It's impossible for him to lie. And that's how we got to look at that equation. I'm laughing because kids are questioning that. Kids are questioning it. Even though, like I said, many individuals get caught up in tradition. They like the season. I like the music, you know. But people are <clears throat> Now, let's get back to um, being aware of Satan's food. And I have some information. And Tony Evans, this is on TonyEvans.org. And I like a lot of the things that he says. And he talks about Satan's food. And he indicates if you don't know how to function in heavenly places, you're going to face life challenges in your earthly places. And many believers are trying to live heavenly without living in heavenly places. And in heavenly places, God and Satan are at war to see who will establish the rules that govern the earth. And I'm, I know what you've been indicated earlier. And the nature of Satan's kingdom makes it imperative that you learn to think spiritually. Why? Because if you're not thinking spiritually, you won't be in tune with what's happening in the heavenly realm. And you won't recognize Satan's agenda when you see it. So you won't be able to wage a victorious spiritual warfare. Now, living in the battle in heavenly places means identifying and living with spiritual worldviews, which is some of the things that you're talking about when you're going by places and you're seeing all of this stuff and you're like, wow, for real, be not deceived. And a lot of that stuff is written in the Bible, but like you said, we pick and choose what we want to or what makes us feel good, and that still don't make it right. Now, it indicates you need to learn to put the spiritual ahead of the physical because your real battle 
is against a kingdom that seeks to influence and dominate you spiritually. Satan knows that if he can yeah. get you hooked into his ways of thinking spiritually, then the physical will follow. Any comments in regards to that, Tony? <laughs> you know, I I I barely locked in on what he was saying. So give me another key point so I might be able to respond he, to what he said. He talks about Ephesians. He talks about, and this is coming from Ephesians three ten, and the verse so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in heavenly places. Now that's what he's talking about more in Ephesians three ten, meaning a lot of times when we're talking about trying to figure this out when we start talking about being aware of Satan's schemes. Even though, like I said, it goes back into that we're in the world but not of the world. We, we don't want to be fooled. We don't want to know. We don't want to be tricked. But how do we, okay, we're looking at Christmas and the holidays as one way of Satan's um, schemes or the tricks, but there's a whole lot of other things that are happening that we're, we're missing. A lot of things. And some individuals just really don't want to know. They act like they just don't care. Yeah, they, they, uh, people like tradition. And uh, mm-hmm. you just you can't get tradition. I remember one guy was um, talking, we was trying to talk to these uh, uh, Buddhist people, and he was saying, for the most part, you can't get Buddha out of those people. And so mm-hmm. what you have to understand is, People love tradition, something that's been handed to them down to mm-hmm. their, from their parents, uh, from mm-hmm. their grandparents. It's been a traditional theme, and, you, and it's mm-hmm. hard for people to break tradition, especially when they enjoy oh. themselves and, and they don't see nothing wrong with it. And, and that's what we have. And, and as long as Satan <laughs> the devil knows that people are not willing to dig in and research, some people – not all people, are not willing to mm-hmm. dig in and research the word of God to turn over every word and then leave no stone left unturned on the word of God. He knows that as long as you ain't going to study, as long as you're not going to mm-hmm. research, he got you. He got you. Yeah, that's when he deceived you. <laughs> that's how he is. And we cannot mm-hmm. go into this world believing the church that has told us everything that we were that we were born into. We have to question everything. Even even Joe Wooden. I'm a Joe Wooden. I question what they say. Here, I got, we I, cannot I got go. Yeah. What do you have to say, Reggie? It says Satan also wanted others to rebel against God. He was able to trick Eve, and since then has tricked most of humans. However, some such as Abel, Enoch, and Noah remain faithful to God. In Noah's time, some angels rebelled and left their homes in heaven to live as humans on earth. The Bible tells us that they wanted to have, they wanted wives, but it is wrong for such angels. It was wrong for such angels to do that. Like those wicked angels, most humans at the time became corrupt and violent. God then decided to destroy wicked humans by flooding the whole earth, but he saved his faithful servants to survive the wicked mm-hmm. angels, uh, to survive the wicked angels return to heaven. The Bible calls the wicked angels demons. They choose mm-hmm. to join yeah. Satan's, Rebellion and the devil became their ruler. Right. Mm-hmm. The, I, what I say when I here's the thing about this when I when I hear what he's saying, which is 100 percent right. See, some people will not be able to understand that the angels forsook their position in heaven and came down and had sexual relations with the women, and the children yeah. became nephilim because they was a hybrid. 
And what folks don't understand is the main reason why God uh, caused the flood was to kill off the serpent, the Satan and the demons and their children in that flood. But he made a way out for flesh and blood. All they had to do was listen, but they didn't. But he killed most of the hybrids, which was Satan's offspring. Uh, so, But my key point was on that whole thing he was saying was, is that uh, the, the clever of Satan, the devil, misleading someone is so, exactly. so enormous. That's why I said I take people right back to Revelation 12, 9. Every, every church on Sunday, she says this, that he is misleading the entire world. And Jesus said, just like the days of Noah, so the Son of Man will be in the sense that they will not listen and it would not be that many survivors. That's mm-hmm. how many people Satan the devil has misleading. And the people, mm-hmm. the, the thing is about people in, in churches, they believe that all they have to do is accept Jesus and they're good. They don't even realize that Satan the devil got 99% of the churches already in his pocket. <laughs> he has already infiltrated them with his pagan beliefs. And they don't even and know. They really realize that. No, he's been defeated already. That's right, already, but you can't tell them nothing, just like Noah couldn't tell them nothing. They just believe, as long as I believe in Jesus, I'm going to be all right. Now, mind you, that's what the world telling them. Just believe in Jesus and you will be saved. And there, mm-hmm. that Matthew 24, 13 does not even say that. It said, he that endures to the end is the one that will be saved. Mm-hmm. So we have to continue to do what is right down to the end in order to be saved. We just ain't automatically saved and do whatever we want to do. Correct. I remember I had a question. I have a question. I have a quick question. What do you believe is going to happen to the devil? The the Bible speaks about that when Christ Jesus returns, he is going to be put in an abyss. He's going to be locked up. And so he's going to be let out again. He gonna be. Here's the thing: is anyone who has died prior to Armageddon will receive a resurrection. Not 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 everyone. Some people have done some bad things. Because Jesus talks about he 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 judges the living and the dead. So there are people who will be judged as to whether or not they receive a resurrection. So some people who have done some real bad things, like uh, serial killers. Jesus may not give yeah, them yeah. the right to be resurrected because they was just so evil. But there are people who have died who are, who who didn't make it to Armageddon are going to have to be tested by Satan. So in the new system that is to come on the earth, which is Psalms thirty-seven eleven, Satan is going to after a thousand years he's going to be released, so they can be tested after they have received perfection. And then the Bible says that there's going to be so many people resurrected. It says that Satan the devil is going to mislead as many as the grains of sand. I want you to think about that. The grains of sin? Oh, my. That's how these, these folks living do not understand why he is called and then he's gonna God. And then he's going to read them for good. Then, after that, this he's going to be getting rid of. Right. He's going to be done away with for good. He will be thrown in the symbolic lake of fire, which those people believe that's a real lake of fire. But really, God is trying to show you, trying to teach you that if you Fire consumes and destroys, which means Satan the devil mm-hmm. would be put to death for good. It's yeah. over with and done. So uh, it, 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 it's a great subject, We and, 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 and people just don't know. I hope that I conveyed to someone that they really know 
that this is a reason why he is called a God. Remember now, God Almighty inspired the Apostle Paul to tell us that Satan the devil is a God. Now, that's mm-hmm. how good he is in fooling people, and we need to be mindful of that. Of everything we do in this world, we need to put it under a microscope to make sure we're doing what is right in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Now, I have some information, Tony, and it comes from Family Shield Ministry, and it says, use God's shield against Satan's schemes, because a lot of us don't even realize what some of the schemes are. And this was written by an individual named K.L. Meyer, and it says a spiritual battle rages in family, within and outside of the church. Satan is firing missiles. It goes into Ephesians 6.16 at us every day. God's word encourages us to stand firm against the schemes of the devil in Ephesians 6.11. By putting on the full armor of God, it is important to be forewarned of the enemy's schemes, and the following are some of Satan's schemes. Satan uses deception. He is the father of lies. He deceives many into believing non-biblical truth. He deceives people into believing they are saved by their good works instead of through Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection. And maybe this is why the New Age movement, cults, and all this other stuff, and so many false religions continue to arise and increase. Because, you know, Tony, I was looking at something and we were talking about Christianity, that there's a, a decrease in number now because individuals are starting their own stuff because they don't believe anymore. What about this deception? Can we speak on this a little bit? Well, people are leaving the churches because of deception in the churches. And mm-hmm. what happens is it seems like now is, uh, especially these young, I talk to a lot of these young ones. The young ones are just really sophisticated. And now they, it's like they know the word. And they, 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 mm-hmm. they and somehow it's, their vocabulary now is so great with the young ones. It's unbelievable. I They're not buying this stuff anymore. They digging mm-hmm. deep. And true, you, it's hard to put anything over them. And what they see going on is these bishops and pastors walking around here, paying, you know, at these fancy houses and cars, and they wondering, listen, why is God making me feed this man and I can barely feed myself? Mm-hmm. What kind of God has have me poor and this man walking around in a Bentley? Yeah. I can be the God know, that I know. Well, I'm catching the bus in church. That'll make you want to dig deep. <laughs> I saw that when I was a kid growing up because I had an ill thing with pastors because my mama got pregnant by a pastor. When my father left and she went to church and she trying to go get saved, sanctified for the Holy Ghost, and she wound up pregnant. I'm like, what the heck is this? So I was like, Oof, okay. So another one is Satan uses subdued uh, means to get us to put family, job, material items, sports or powers before the Lord. A lot of times, too, and I've heard people say, we see more people at sporting events than we do reading their Bibles and church and worshiping and fellowshipping, you know, and it says, when it says, I don't have time for Bible study or missing church this week, it's all right, because we're going on a family outing, that's Satan's to do schemes that are working in our lives, and sometimes we make up all of these excuses, so that's another thing that individuals use and don't realize is a scheme. Yeah, but my 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 point on that would be is, I would say to people this: Listen, go through that Bible and find out what God do not want you to do, and mm-hmm. I promise you, 
if you read everything he do not want you to do, you will find yourself doing some of those things. And mm-hmm. that's the key thing that you want to do. I want to know what God does not want me to do. Now, uh, the church is the church will make up all these little things about you should be coming to me, you should be doing it. I, listen, what we're supposed to be doing is seeking and finding and making sure what that person is telling me is true, and I need to make sure that what these people are putting and translated this Bible is saying what God, what God, what God meant to say. And that's what and we God, need. God to judges searching. people. God judges people like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we need to be doing a digging uh, instead of just running the church and thinking that we just gonna get blessed because we go in the church. That's not what Jesus mm-hmm. said. Jesus said, "Seek and find." You ain't supposed to be seeking and making sure what them people are telling us is real. Right. Well, you and can't he, trust he, he all of this stuff today. Well, that's true too. Because I mean, but you know, and I'm not gonna like I said, blame it all on the church because we got people. We got people that are coming into people's lives and then they come into their lives. And they do the same thing, and they distract you and come up with all these places and let's go here, let's go there, and, and trying to take and monopolize your time, too. Another thing I understand that point, some too, yeah. Schemes, some of the schemes is Satan wants us to doubt our faith. He likes us to think that we're not good enough and don't know enough to share our faith with family and friends. So sometimes Satan will silence us, and like you were saying before, when you're talking to someone, if they don't want to hear it, you go your own way, which is fine, but it don't change who you are as a person. It doesn't beat you down or make you go back and go toe-to-toe and cuss them out because they cussed you out. And, you know, and sometimes a lot of individuals live in doubt. And when you're talking about doubt and fear, the Bible even says fear not. You know, another thing is Satan continues to place temptations of the flesh, materialism, media, negative influences, conflict, and family problems in our path. He tempts us to turn away from God and towards things of the world. And that's a whole nother big issue because we see all of the trick of the enemies. We see, you know, the drugs. We see kids out of control being disrespectful. You know, people, and, and you talked about um, in regards to um, the adultery and things of that nature, is that's another one of Satan's tricks. I know the other day when I called you and I was sharing something or talking to you, when I first said the man and all that, I knew you didn't want to talk about that situation because you knew the man was shacking. <laughs> so I was like, uh-oh, this will be a problem. <laughs> so a lot of times we try to make something wrong into something right, and it's another scheme. Now, but Ephesians, going back to 6, 10, 11, tells us to resist Satan's schemes. We resist his schemes by putting again on the full armor of God, by using his weapons he supplies in daily situations. We are to keep our eyes on Jesus, recall what Christ has done for us, recall Christ's promises to be with us always in Matthew 28, 20. But be in the world, remember that the word of God is a sword of the spirit. Tony, when we start talking about these things and worshiping and fellowshipping with other believers, and we got to pray. A lot of times we start talking about these things and don't let the devil fool you. And, and when you start saying these things, some people, I remember songs like in plays, your arms are too, too um, short to box with God. A lot of times, sometimes we get tempted by the devil. You know, we think, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm just going to do this for a little while, and then I'm going to stop. Some things you might get yourself into, you might not be able to get yourself out of. 
So, <laughs> you got to know how. You got to know how to avoid his. That's when prayer and stuff come in. You got to know how to avoid his bait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. And people have to understand one thing about this. When Jesus came, he was sent to the house of Israel. Who was teaching the house of Israel the word of God prior to Jesus coming? The Jewish religious leaders. Mm-hmm. Jesus came and told them, nope, that's not what God's word meant. No, this is what you're supposed to do here it is. So mm-hmm. what can we learn from that? You're not being misled from 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 outside of the church. You're being led, misled from inside the church. That's what he's trying to tell you. you. You think you got it. You think you got it, but you ain't got it. And that's what happened. And that's what Jesus said. Now, let me read this scripture. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of men. Notice, who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Mm -hmm. Who are these men that are suppressing the truth? The very ones who are teaching you the word of God. It takes us right back to where we were. They're suppressing the truth by telling you Jesus is born December the 25th. They're suppressing the truth by telling you Santa Claus, blessing these things and telling you it comes from God. Mm-hmm. So you're not so my, being misled. You know wrong when you walk out there in the world, but you, you will accept what somebody tells you is right when you write in the church. That's where your question. misleading is coming from, and majority of the people don't know that. So people okay. are going to say, well, you're not going to be talking against the church. Listen, the church is just a word just for what it is, and that's just church. We're trying to determine whether or not we're being taught rightly in it. We're taking these scriptures and we're turning this Bible upside down to make sure we're being told what is right. So your misleading is not coming from the world. Your misleading is coming from those who you trust. Got you. And that's the deceit. But my question is, I've seen um, people fall. I've seen... And, you know, and I'm thinking of, of just teachers and people, period, because sometimes we get information from our parents that was told to them. And I like how you talked about how even with slavery. And when I thought about that, of how people would, back in the day, people was eating chitlins. You don't see people cooking a whole lot of chitlins no more. You know, now we're going vegan. We, you know, we're learning different things. We're educating ourselves. And then it also talks about study to show yourself approved. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't have the answer to what happens sometimes in the church to where, you know, when they're in seminary school or they're studying. I wish somebody would call in. I don't know where Pastor Dan Estelle is because I know he probably ain't working today. This also has been a good topic for him. But to just give people some answers because, I mean, I'm not going to say all because, like I said, I've been in different denominations. I've been amongst different people. But it's like what would make a person – go from knowing what's right within themselves to teaching people these things like the Jim Jones and the, the Donald Trumps and the you know, it's like what the world happened? Now I'm Jim Jones started off he started off mm-hmm. as a person who loving the word of God and but he mm-hmm. went off course. He that's went off point. course. And that's mm-hmm. that's been my point. This is why 
And then these people allow themselves to believe that they can go and live on a foreign land and set up things the way God wanted to do. When that Bible clearly tells us to wait on the king to come to overthrow the governments, and then God will give us what we want. We don't try to go and set up our own little uh, 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 state somewhere and 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 think well, we're gonna we're gonna do things our way according to the Bible. That's not what Jesus taught us, and that's not what the Bible taught. He said that we are alien residents in a land waiting for Christ to send mm-hmm. the King to overthrow all wickedness and give us the land. So mm-hmm. he started off. He meant well. But he just, he really just didn't understand all the Bible. And then what it turned out to be was the very people that they trust, those people, the, the very person that those people trust, end up killing them. That's, take, that's taking you right back to what I was just trying to tell y'all. And it is the very people you trust and being led on the word of God, you have to make sure what they're saying is true, and when they say something dumb and stupid and take it off the course of the word of God, it's time for you to say, okay, well, I'm not with that, and no, I'm not going out there, and I'm not going to some place and whatever that was, and no, that's not what the Bible told me to do. See, mm-hmm. that comes right back to you. It comes right back to each mm-hmm. and every one of us to examine and stay on that word and make sure we're keeping an eye on those who's telling us stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I have some questions. Now, this is some information that's coming from Billy Graham's Evangelist Association. And one of the questions it indicates is, what is the devil's most successful trick? In other words, out of all the schemes he uses to try to lead us astray, because that's kind of where I hear, is which one works best? I'd like to know so I can be on guard. And that's what I hear you saying also, being in the church, because I'm not going to be in a church where there's evil spirits, where the pastor is not, you know, I'm not judging anyone, but I'm not going to consume myself with that. I was one at an early age, Tony, even with the educational system in Compton, when I saw that the books were stamped obsolete, I told my mother, I am not going back to that school, and I was a straight-A student. I checked myself out, and I graduated from Bandon High School because even though I was class president, drum majorette, all of this stuff, I'm like, I'm not learning anything. So if I'm not going to learn something, and, and like the, the old saying go, if you're the smartest one amongst all your friends, you need some new friends. So we do need to be on guard. Now, the answer that they, they have here, it says, I'm thankful that individuals want to be on guard against the devil's schemes because the devil is real. A lot of people don't even believe he's real. And he will do everything he can to deceive us, turn us away from God. But the Bible urges us to be alert to the devil's schemes in order that Satan might be out, that he might out with us in Second Corinthians, take us right back to Second Corinthians. Now, the devil has many trips up his sleeve, and surely one of the most successful ones is to make us believe that he don't exist. Tony, can you speak on that? Because I know we only got a few minutes left on the show, because we know that the devil is real. <laughs> so yeah. we well, because we're, we're walking by faith, and we have a book that we believe so uh, there, the, he's real, and uh, there's a lot of things that the demons do to reveal themselves to make us know that they're real. They're wicked. They love doing wicked things. Uh, they can uh, they can reveal themselves in your life by doing phenomenal things and and make you think it comes from God. Uh, mm-hmm. But my the whole thing is this: is that he plays it so close. 
to the miracle of God that takes you mm-hmm. right back to throwing down those two staffs. He, that power came from Satan when the Gothic priest threw down, when Pharaoh's Gothic priest threw down their staff, and when Aaron threw down his staff, both of those staffs turns into a snake. He plays us so mm-hmm. close to God. His, 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 he reveals himself so close to God that the Bible says he keeps transforming himself into an angel of light. And that means that he is tricking people and believing that it comes from God so they can serve him. And we have mm-hmm. to take that. We have to we have to find out what is he doing? What are them schemes that he doing? And the number one thing to know about the devil is once you find out for sure that something is a lie, you know it's coming from and him. He good at he good at trying to make it make sense to you. Yeah, that's right. I told you it's like with I I, I get make, in there and go back this and make forth sense with to you. you. Then then maybe you might maybe you might follow me. You invite. Yeah, yeah. I go back and forth with some of these people. You know, it's that. Yep, telling me that it's trivial. You know, that you know, really it, don't you know what you like. That's just like watching saying. Yeah, that's just like saying when uh, uh, Satan lying to Eve really don't matter. Mm-hmm. It's trivial. And wow. that's the excuse people are using for celebrating these pagan holidays. It's trivial. That's nothing serious. That's hogwash. It is serious. We want yeah. to know truth. Had a, had we a don't want God and falsehoods. I want truth. Well, why are you going to listen to him? Let me show you something. You know, it's funny. Let me make that. This, this look good to you. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I've heard a person say, I was listening to something talking about Louis Farrakhan. And one of the things he said was, if a person, if you keep hearing a lie long enough, you people will start believing it is true because they be consistent with it. People will oh, yeah. You, they'll keep pushing you, and you'll be, you'll start questioning and doubting yourself. Like, well, dang, well, maybe they do know what they're talking about. They can be very cunning, very convincing, and you need to be careful and mindful of that. And also with people who you connect yourself to, not only just going into, you know, the house of the Lord, because, like I said, there are evil people. The devil go to church, too. The devil know the Bible, too. Sure. So we just need to be mindful of exactly. that. And, you, you, you said it all right there. The devil knows the Bible, too. Yeah, the devil knows the Bible, too. And like I said, you got to be very careful with who and what you surround yourself with. So, okay, Tony and Reggie, I want to thank you for joining me here today at Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Can't wait to see what the comments are going to be, but hey, it may be true. Don't change. So I don't worry about it. It is what it is. Okay. And um, until next week, we'll come up with another topic. And enjoy the rest of your day. Bye bye. All right. Thanks.